You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. <laughs> this, is, this is Sean Patrick. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the world. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Worship podcast. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what you guys need to know is right before we clicked, we 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 hit record on this this well, we'll call it a podcast. Uh, Adam Adam says, "Man, I really need to change up my my greeting. I need to change it up and work on something that I need to say. I've been saying what is up everybody, and I don't talk like that. So I'm fully expecting for him to say something different." And at the moment that he starts the podcast, he hits record. The first words out of his mouth are, what is up? Okay. Like, that was, that was, that was really good. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, when I'm put on the spot, man, I freeze. I just, I, like, I can't think of anything. So I should not have put myself on the spot like that. That was completely okay, so rude we, of myself. Okay, so we need to man. know from you, our, our listeners... We need to know how Adam should welcome you into the podcast. What would make you feel most welcome? Should he say, howdy, folks? Should he say, hi, everyone? Or should he continue with his well-known at this point, what is up, everybody? We, <laughs> we need to know where things are. But to formally, rec- to formally welcome you to the podcast, this is the Sons of Asaph Worship pod- Podcast. We're glad that you've joined us uh, yet again for more discussion on worship uh, in the context of Utah, but uh, we, we think this this carries over to a whole lot of different places, and we want to thank you for listening and joining in on the conversation. So, so Adam, dude, here comes our question. How'd Sunday oh, yeah. go for you, man? Uh, you know, we had um, so we had a worship and prayer Sunday. Uh, had nine songs, and. Um, and we used an analog board, so we didn't have any digital options or anything like that because I had to order a new board because our other soundboard died. So the weeks prior, we were doing all the acoustic stuff and just kind of unplugged. So it was not, I felt like I was on MTV, you know, doing a special session. Uh, no, not really. But, um, most, but Most people listening to this right now, when you said you feel like you're on MTV, think that you're on some kind of reality show. Uh, versus, oh, like, that's true. Versus, yeah. like what you and I know, like unplugged, and when they, I'm actually... old enough to know, like the, the the real MTV. What what that's what right. what it's important for. All right. What what the M in MTV stands for was music television, instead of reality, like soap drama stuff, like all, all the things that they show now. I don't even know what they show now because it's not music anymore. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. I, I like the show ridiculousness. It's really inappropriate, uh, but it's absolutely hilarious. And it's not a reality TV show. It's just, it's like watching fails on on YouTube over and over and listening to commentary about those fails. And so it's huh. it's funny. Um, but anyway, I uh, so, so back to my Sunday. So we. Um, so we, we, we use the different board, um, have another one on order, so it'll be here hopefully soon, uh, by the end of this week. Uh, and I had the nine songs. I had a, a special uh, couple of singers that I don't ever get a chance to sing with, and so that was such a pleasure. 
Um, and and I mean, f- for for everything that was going into like the preparation to to do that, the practice time and the the extent of songs, like we weren't doing a whole bunch of familiars. We did a whole bunch of songs that were like hymn style and just really intentional about glorifying God. And as um, opposed to normal. <laughs> you know, this week we were really intentional on glorifying God, but you know, well, like uh, we're we're looking forward to getting back to a normal Sunday. Like, <laughs> so so like a song called "Him His Mercy Is More." I'm I'm not even going to address that. Like, the, don't 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 go there, Sean. Don't judge me. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know me. <laughs> um, and so like we, we, like His Mercy Is More. Um, that's a good song. Man, I'm I'm just I'm I'm drawing a blank on some of the songs right now, but uh, but lots of really good. So will I. Um, nice. We do. I surrender. Just kind of prayerful, kind of God's God's mercy, God's forgiveness, God's grace, and just you know, in those moments in between, we were doing transitions. There's a hymn called "Oh Love That Will Not Let Me Go." Like that's one of my favorites. Um, super wordy, but super awesome. Like what it talks about in that song is just like inspiring so um being up there from like before church starts about an hour and a half before church starts and then not leaving so from i think nine o'clock in the morning until noon i was up up on stage with a guitar strapped to me working with the band and sound and everything and so like that I, i got done with that dude i was beat like I, I've done shows and I've done long shows before as as an just an artist, and those are pretty taxing just to do. But but being up there and, and making sure that you've got all your other moving parts, lights, sound, words, everything, making sure you're just kind of managing all that stuff was really exhausting. But yeah. but the reward at the end of it was like, man, that service was powerful. Lots of people yeah. just just kind of having that opportunity to just get good with God and just 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 have some time with Him, and that was such an awesome awesome Sunday. Exhausting, but worth it. Totally. The, uh, the amount of work that goes into a Sunday is always something that, like, I don't know, like, are, are you like me that, like, Sunday afternoon, like, you get lunch, and then that couch just gives you, like, the biggest hug in the world, and you pass out for about an hour and a half? Yes, yes. I, like, you know, and there's, there's, like, honestly, that's something I look forward to, because then I'm like, oh, I don't have, like, I get a moment to pause before I get into the next week of Sunday, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Sunday afternoon nap. I don't know, like, I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of people that, like, you know, I like taking naps. You know, like, I'm pro-nap. You know, like, there, 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 people, <laughs> there are people who are on board with that. Hey, Sean, but, that like, translates into old, just so you know. Like, I, you know, like, okay, well, if, if, <laughs> if, if being pro-nap is, makes you old, then, you know, I'm old. Um, but, <laughs> like... <laughs> But the, the, the fact is that when pastors, you know, like, dude, we, we put we put a whole lot of effort and thought and energy into into Sunday morning and what goes on. And so, like, I don't know, like, it's it's not physically taxing, like playing, playing guitar, that kind of stuff. Like, but it's so yeah. mentally taxing and like all the things that, that it requires, like I'm exhausted by the end of a Sunday. Like yesterday I, I passed out on the couch and. Uh, my wife came and woke me up and was like, "Okay, like it's time to to get things going." I was like, "No, I just I just sat down." She goes, "You've been down here for about an hour and a half." 
And so I was like, okay, you know, I guess I got to get up. And then, you know, I'm moving all groggy and those things. So, I mean, it happens. But, you know, that's, that's really cool and a really good, uh, really cool Sunday. Like, at least the, the, the description of it, like where the music and prayer and thought and, like, all that stuff going into it. Um, and we only do that, really, like, really once about every every six months, something like yeah. that. Like, that's kind of the plan is that we'll do some of these worship. They wanted to do it every six weeks, and I was like, that's a lot. I, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, you know, like I, I, I don't I don't ever want to say like that's too much prayer, you know, but uh, <laughs> but that's too much prayer. <laughs> Let's be reasonable, guys. You're putting a lot of pressure on a worship leader. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many things to say and I'm just going to <laughs> I'm going to move on and say uh, our Sunday was good. Uh, yeah. We had. We had a uh, yeah. We started a new sermon series, and uh, the, over the last two years, um, our, our teaching pastors have worked through different sections of Romans, and so this this year will be our last section of Romans to, to preach through, and so like we through the last two sections we preached through Romans uh, one through eleven. And this next sermon series that started this last week uh, will cover Romans 12 all the way through 16. And mm-hmm. so um, uh, we had uh, both our, our teaching pastors right now, uh, Kevin and Jared, uh, in one sermon covered Romans 1 through 11 as a recap yesterday. And so like they had they had a lot of a lot of so I mean because Romans right it's 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 the gospel. It's super rich. Mm-hmm. It's super dense. Like you, like people have spent years preaching, uh, preaching through Romans, and like literally, like this next week, we're there's a whole sermon on Romans twelve one. Just that one verse. Just the one. <laughs> Just the one verse. And the following week will be Romans twelve two. And so, like, it's there's so much in in that. So, like, to do that, to do one through eleven in one sermon was was a daunting task but it was it was really good i felt like they did a really good job uh and then we had this this amazing moment um so i you guys know i've been working with uh working with an intern her name is sandy she's awesome and uh this last week we decided to to do a hymn and i i thought it would be really cool to just have her voice and a piano and the rest of the band to bail and so, uh, like we, the whole band did three songs, myself included, and then we left the stage. And after the scripture reading, it was just her and a piano, and I got to stand in the congregation and just worship. And she, she did an amazing job. Brought so much, like just it was so, so stripped back and cool, and just she did "Be Thou My Vision," sang that song. Oh yeah, yeah, that's and, a fantastic song. Man. And that's did, good. Yeah, literally brought tears to my eyes, and just it was so cool to see see her lead and to see her do such a such a great job. Like it was it was you know I got to feel you know like proud worship leader like you know like fly baby bird you can do it you know like, <laughs> she she did it she did an amazing job and so uh, yeah I, it was it was really cool to be a part of and um, and and to to do that and I you know we do two services that are the same so I got to we got to experience that twice um and it was yeah she did an absolutely killer job and then uh we we did something that we've never done before or at least it's been a long time and so um one our one of our teaching pastors suggested that uh at the end you know he was part of a service that like 
at a different church that like they ended with a benediction, but it was just the church singing like the doxology together. Oh, so he's okay. Like, so he's like, I, 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 I think we ought to do this. And so we, we said, okay, let's roll it. So after our, our teaching pastors get up and they have, you know, like we've done the last song, they do the announcements and, you know, we're getting wrap, ready to wrap up the wrap up the service. And, um, our senior pastor launches off into doxology. And so, but I have, you know, my in-ear monitors in and all I hear is him singing the doxology. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's, that's okay. You know, like, that's what we're doing. And so the second service, I thought maybe I should take out my ears. Like, to, to, and so I take out my ears as he's doing that. And the whole congregation was singing and it was beautiful. And so oh, it, wow. was, it was one of these things of like, well, maybe you don't need just, you know, one voice in your ears, uh, like in your monitors, you know, like you need to hear the whole thing in context. And so it was, it was a really cool thing. So I went to, Do you guys I not have to, room mics. Uh, we, we don't currently, but, uh, it's in the works. So there, okay. there'll be, there'll be a room mic, uh, in the next couple of weeks. It'll be added to give us some, some ambient sound so I can know what the congregation's doing. So like, yeah, our current challenge with everybody being masked and, uh, with no room mics, like I'm kind of guessing if they're singing or not. So I'm doing a whole lot of encouraging. So like, to, like, I'm like, come on church, let's sing. And they're like, I, they're probably yelling at me at some point going <laughs> like, we are, would you, would you ah, hey, <laughs> I can't do it any louder. Sean, you're so, you're so strict. <laughs> would you, would you sing louder? Like we can't, we don't have air, you know, like just so, so yeah, to, to those who, who attend my church and you're like, I'm singing with everything <coughs> that I've got and I keep, I keep wanting more. It's, it's not you, it's me. And I, I, <laughs> I, I need to be able to hear it way, so. it's, 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 it's just like everyone's wearing masks and they're sitting there with masks on singing along with you. And yeah, like you pull your monitor out and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that there was other people in the church building right now. That's, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> no, we know there's people. It's just... I can't hear them because I have the whole band thing going on. So, but we'll. Well, you can't see we'll, mouths move and that kind of not, stuff. So, not that makes unless sense. The, not unless they do that. You know that number that you've seen with people with their masks. You know they pull it down so that they can be understood. You're yes. Like, I want tacos. You know, like or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's where you go. It's like ordering food. Do you? <laughs> no, no tomatoes. No tomatoes. Like, like I. Like once I see your mouth, you don't have to yell. Like you. I, I literally saw that at a restaurant. That's I think that's why I went to tacos. I the 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 one of the checkers, like in order to be understood, with every like every person that was in line at one one spot, like would pull her mask down to talk. Like yeah. she'd have it up when she's just breathing, but like when she's or she's when she's listening, but when she was talking, she's pulling it down. I'm like, do you realize that you might as well not have that thing on your face right now? Like it's just it's <laughs> not doing what you think it is. But anyway, it's it, it's a funny thing. So so yeah, great, great, good oh, Sunday. Good <laughs> Sunday. Good Sunday. Well, um, you know, I, I think I, I think it's interesting to to kind of note like over the last couple of weeks we've talked about how 
you know, some of the technical difficulties or what happens when, you know, like last, last week, and we're going to, we're going to put this one up today uh, about spiritual warfare and yeah. kind of addressing some of those things about, you know, calling audibles about how do you practice and how you, you can't really practice for some of those audibles that happen. And so, um, and, I, and then you know, for this week, kind of the big transition I mentioned earlier when you asked me about my Sunday that we ordered a brand new board and yeah. I'm, I'm going to be, I've got an, a, a guy that, I've worked with for years. He's fantastic, good personality. He's worked in professional sound in California for years until California said no to everything. And, um, you know, he's going to do lessons and or he's going to do a class basically and teach the whole anybody who wants to learn how to run that board and that system is welcome to be part of that class. That's and cool. You know, I but I but I think that on the, on the note of saying like, hey, this was a sound guy in California that basically you know had to leave California, come to Utah, and even Utah's it's it's really hard. You have to be in the know. You have to know these people because you know, uh, other than running sound for a church that really doesn't pay at all, usually doesn't pay unless they're really established. Um, it's 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 a volunteer position, and so he's he's kind of in this limbo right now where he goes well i know how to run professional events for big big bands and i'm certified to run all of those things and i still i there's no business right now so he's just kind of laying low and and hanging out here and getting projects here and there but the guy's the guy's awesome but it was it was kind of california that really pushed him out of there it was you know what they're doing and um you brought up something like before we started recording about more more Californianess, like yeah, it just <laughs> happened to be fantastic, you know. Yeah. So what was I mean, that? So the uh, the Supreme Court, uh, we reported on it last Friday, which you know, like if you're looking for us to cut like breaking news to you, man, like you're a week and a half behind. Uh, just <laughs> you know. but, yeah, just um, you need to know, like you aren't going to get the latest and greatest until. <laughs> so if you come up with like you're like you know what I heard on the news is that everyone's going to be like, bro. News gets to people in hours now, yeah. just so you yeah. guys know. Like, <laughs> so if you need breaking news, like open a Twitter account or you know, like or get a get a uh, a subscription, or just you know just stay with stay with what you got, and we'll let you know. Uh, but you know, just know that it'll be about a week and a half delayed. But anyway, so last week as we recorded, um, the Supreme Court had ruled that uh, things that California was doing. Um, specifically, there were two cases where churches um, were arguing the restrictions uh, that were placed on them, that, that, that it violated religious liberty, and the Supreme Court said, you're right, it is violating your religious liberty. And so uh, you can't ban indoor church services, but you can limit uh, the attendance of a building's capacity. Like, that, that's something that a state can do. So, like, churches were free and able to open back up, until the the following Thursday in, in Santa Clara County, uh, Santa Clara County just decided, hey, we, we've once again decided to ban indoor worship service services uh, out of coronavirus concerns. At, and like this this news report that I'm reading it off of says, uh, after briefly permitting them because of a federal court ruling, so they were like, the federal court said we got to do it, but no, um, and so. <laughs> So the court had issued a temporary injunction against the ban, um, and basically all churches, like something, a county of 2 million people, saying that uh, 
indoor worship services could resume at 20% of a building's capacity, but then they shut it down again. And so these churches are now back in a, um, you know, like a limbo state, lockdown state, doing things online. Um, And so it's disappointing. Um, And uh, the church pastors, like like some of these people in these reports are, you know, are just as um, disappointed. But, uh, you know, the, the, they, they've got to kind of follow what uh, what goes on. and But, like, I guess the point that, that, that I've looked at is, like, you know, who is it that's enforcing this? You know, how does, like, who's, whose job is this to, like, you know, to go sit in, like, potentially an open church building on Sunday and wait till they start singing? Or wait till, like, you know, he's, he's looked at the occupancy when he's there with, like, a, a person clicker. You know, he's like, one, two, three, <laughs> one over, one over, shut her down, you know, like, letting her, let it go. And so... Um, I think that over over and above, there's going to be a lot of, uh, especially in California, um, there's going to be a lot of like lawsuits to follow, you know, like from churches that are just like, look, we just want to exercise our right to gather and to worship. And, you know, like they, they want to do it safely. Like I'm sure I'm sure that they they would do it in ways that complied just like you go into Target or going to Walmart or going to Costco or any other store that you shop yeah. at or sitting down at a restaurant, but they want the ability to do it. And it does feel like in a, in a way, shape and form that the church is being targeted uh, by certain governments, state governments to, to stay, to stay closed. Um, and that's, that's disappointing. But uh, you know, this, this by far as, as far as the level of persecution, um, you know, when people are like losing their lives because they just min- mention the name of Jesus, you know, when they're saying you can have an online service instead of meeting in your building, you know, like it does kind of pale in comparison. You know, I, I, I had this thought and I'm, I, I think if I remember correctly, like. So the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, is she's part of the representation for California, if I'm not uh, mistaken, right? I have I have no idea. I need I I, I could Google it. <laughs> well, I I've only heard that in like 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 comments. You're like, oh, well, it's Nancy Pelosi, and like like some of the things I I don't necessarily agree with all of the actions that she takes, and so it's not something that you know like I think she she has some well-meaning things that she tries to accomplish, but some of it's kind of misguided, and so you know she does what she does but i i have heard associated with california and so like okay i'm she like is, okay well i don't necessarily Cal- part of california's 12th congressional district uh representing the city of san francisco since 1987 according to wow brief, she's been around a while a brief yeah. google search there it is okay that's where, that's what that, that's where she represents all right well i mean and that's probably not northern california so like uh maybe they're Maybe they're still in lock. I don't know if they're in lockdown or whatever. Like, but I think I think the biggest thing is is I, that was just kind of like a rabbit trail for me for a second, where I was just really distracted by thinking if Manassi Pelosi was associated with California, and uh, <laughs> and that I I don't agree with everything California is doing, and I don't agree with everything Nancy Pelosi does. So you know, like hand in hand, um, but. I think I think the hardest thing to deal with is like this, you know, where you were going. How do you enforce something like that? Like, yeah, you know, it, it the only thing you end up doing when you try to enforce something that you don't really have a right to do is when people become informed 
they 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 now understand that like this is it this is territory you can't even find me for like like i i guess if you had an army of police officers with whistles and batons we were joking about like <laughs> round them up put them in the yeah, car yeah. you know like get them in the get them in the trolley we we got a bus in the parking lot it's a prison bus because that's round the only up, kind see. we had you know round them up see they're singing songs oh you worship worshiping vandals you know like yeah. You know, yeah, they're singing worship songs. I'm pretty sure that's a death threat with it, with COVID around, um, and and it's just it's unfortunate because it's like it's like guys, you know, I don't think anybody wants to irresponsibly just say like, you know what, you guys don't, you're like whatever, we're gonna do whatever we want. It's not anarchy. It's not it's not yeah. the church is even encouraged not to be anarchist when it comes to governing authorities. It's right. it's said to be respectful about that, and part of that is. The health department, you know, and making sure that people feel safe when they come to congregate in, in that community and and that we're not alienating people. And we also offer like here we offer the option of an online viewing experience so that, you know, if they feel like that interaction with people is not available or not 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 comfortable with, they, yeah. they still have the option to be part of our community. And. You know, I know that California is doing the same thing. I know that those churches are still trying to reach their communities, their families, and some of them are not uh, not not in. Uh, you know, they're not able to, are not able or not willing to to really go to that in in person meeting. But there's people who are just fine with it as long as yeah. those you know, as long as those individuals that are meeting in person are following along with what the church is trying to do to 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 make sure everybody is safe. But the, I feel like the government is kind of stepping in and saying, like, blanket across the board, no, like, you can't do anything and we're in charge. And I know that the federal government has said we can't do anything, but I don't I don't hear you. My ears are plugged. La, 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 la. You know, and yeah. it's 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 sad to hear that, like, guys, just listen, like, let these people govern. I'm like, it, 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 I, I hear about pastors that. You know, they they have made bad decisions, and because of that, they have taken and brought COVID into yeah. a house of worship and delivered it to everybody. And unfortunately, there were, there were I would hate, and, I would yeah. hate that that consequence of if somebody were to, you know, get really sick, get hospitalized, and even die because I was irresponsible. Yeah, you know, there were two churches even in Utah that had to um, had to you know use something different or shut their doors for you know a week because of covid exposures and yeah i just heard of one this last sunday shut their doors for a week uh or at least at least a week because their pastoral staff was all all had covid and so they felt it was safer to do it this way than than to try to put something together because church doesn't exist without me yeah. You know? I think the bottom line in all this, one, we're not a political podcast. We don't start off with the Sons of Asaph political podcast. Uh, it's, not, <laughs> it's not who we are. Uh, but I think the, the challenge in and of itself is to is to find that balance, right? Like there are there are yeah. moments where like we're supposed to, you know, we're you know, we are supposed to listen to our leaders. We are supposed to um, to exist and live under authority. Um, and so like we need to, to judge and balance what is right for us in order to do that. But there, there's some moments where it's like, Hey, how come, uh, you know, this business can, can be open with masks and have, you know, a number of people in their, their building and like do all this stuff. But yet, you know, 
what we do as a church, even if we're socially distant, even if we whatever, like just we want to be like, like that is the church, like, like being together, physically present with one another is so much of the church experience. You know, like, like Steve said it a couple weeks ago, you know, being at church and connecting with people like he couldn't wait to like, it, he can't wait to be engaged and involved with the body of Christ. Yeah. And that, that is a crucial piece of what's missing when we don't get to gather. Like, we can gather on oh. Zoom, sure, and we can do online services, but it's different, and it becomes very difficult to engage when we're not there in person. And so, like, I, I, I know and understand because we've, we've walked through that, too, with lockdowns in our state. Um, I'm really grateful for... Um, for the ability that we have to meet uh, as a congregation. And we've chosen to, um, to limit our capacity to set up socially distanced seating and to, uh, to encourage masks in our building. Yeah. Um, and so, but like, even if somebody comes in, in the building and they're not wearing a mask, we are not going to be the people that like run them out because they're not like, we're going to ask them, Hey, like, would you do this? Um, but we're going to, we're going to do everything that we can to like, show the love of Christ in, in this, this time. It's such a difficult, like interesting time that like, I know that like, you know, years from now, you know, like you and I will be talking to the next generation of worship leaders and that will be like, okay, you think this is tough? Try to minister in the time of COVID, you know, like, and like, and there, there'll be some, some movies and books about the lockdowns and what people did as in responses. But, um, I think that the, the big thing here is, uh, you know, for us, uh, for us as believers, when one church or one state is affected, it affects us all. We are all the body of Christ. We're all part of the kingdom of God. And when one group of believers is unable to, because of the laws of their state, unable to meet and worship, that affects all of us. Like that, yeah. that's part of us. And so we need to pray for these, uh, pray for these believers. We need to pray for this, uh, for state governments that they would make wise decisions. But we also need to pray for the leaders of those churches that they would know what to do, when to do, how to do as far as making the right decisions for their, their church body. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm like, and, and to, to, to further emphasize the point, like we are not a political podcast. Like, you know, there's, I, I'm sure we have some opinions and, you know, please forgive us if some of those opinions do show up in, you know, every once in a while. But uh, I, I definitely don't want anything to just bleed over into something like, hey, man, I've inspired you to be riotous, you know, like, no, like, at, at all. Like, that's that's never our, our, our goal or our mission. I don't I don't want to start an angry mob. Like, you know, it's it's just the fact gonna... that like, hey, I don't like the decision that California has made for their churches. And. And unfortunately, the church people pay the pay pay the price for that. And yeah. you know, yeah. even the church leaders have to figure out how to navigate this relationship between you know how do you minister well to your body when you've got this you know this this uh, I mean this this yeah. these restrictions these 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 legal things that they're trying to find loopholes just to kind of constrict that. But then you know a half an hour after your second service starts, there's a football arena full of people, and they're okay with that. But uh, but you can't but you can't do you know you can't do church and so it's it's kind of scary you know like to go why is there so much emphasis put on the 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 house of God you know and well I mean you and I both like we talked about um, like last week we talked about the spiritual battles like we know what's going on well I know um, I, I, it's and, just and, the question about like I'm still yeah. gonna ask the question why what yeah like what 
What's yeah. your What's your end goal in this? You know. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so, I talked about spiritual warfare, and I talked about like like not last time, last time, but I I taught years ago, and I said like the whole goal of of the devil is to kill God in you, not not to actually like end God's existence, but yeah. to make sure God doesn't exist in you, and and you know, it's sad when this the devil's the enemy's successful at that. So. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that you know, like as much as yeah, you want to gather as the church, you want to meet in person, you want to have your your services. And churches, like uh, you know, I, I I hope that that churches are not as experiencing um, drops in giving, and they're they're still able to have their doors open and you know, like then and pay their their staff and and those things. Yeah. Um, but the the great part about this is like honestly in all of this I've we've seen how resilient the church really is and in moments when it it seems like okay we've stopped what's going to happen the, the you know God just says okay I'm going to take my church and put it in every home. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take this technology that's been that's been used that's been developed and I'm going to help help have church meet. You know, yeah. I could I could you know today I can go on YouTube and pull up you know, eight different church services, like from different places, wherever I want to be and watch what happened there. And so like the, the work that's being done, like I know that our YouTube views for our church are like, they increase over different times because what we've done is made it so that people like if they miss Sunday, they're able to log on on Monday and, yep. and go to church. And so it's, it's such a, it's such a cool thing. I'm really proud of how um, how the church has just responded to that, and you know even in like even if the enemy might look at and say like you know we've got a victory, we know the you know okay the soapbox sound, <laughs> um, we know that the we know that the victory is 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 already won. Like this isn't even like this isn't a back and forth battle. It's over. Like Jesus, the kingdom of God reigns and will reign. And it's it's that. So right now there's momentary suffering suffering and trials and those things, but those things are put in place for us, for our justification, for our sanctification. We are be, being shaped to be more like Christ in everything that we are, and these sufferings will lead to will, will, will lead to good things, uh, you know, or or at least are are shaping to be more and more like Christ. And so all that to say. California, y'all hang in there. Santa Clara County, yep. y'all hang in there. We're, We're praying, praying for, you. for you. We're with you, and uh, you know, like it will be a sweet day uh, when you can gather again. But in the meantime, keep proclaiming the love of Jesus uh, as as much as you can, as strongly as you can, as loudly as you can, and then fight the battles that need to be fought. You know, I, on that note, I'm gonna. I, I want to say this is. Um, you know, our, our topic this week, we're going to talk about Easter and, and planning and all, all that kind of stuff just for preparation. But uh, uh, I want to talk about Easter eggs. And one, one specific that uh, going forward, I'm going to try to incorporate into each episode. So this is just some for our listener that's out there, though, you know, Hi, like if, if <laughs> Sean's mom, um, <laughs> that... Uh, that if you if you get a chance to listen maybe with a, a decent stereo system, so not not typically a laptop or something, but you know some headphones or car stereo, wherever you listen to, wherever your podcast listening is, please don't tell me if it's in the bathroom, but uh, if it is, good for you. Um, it's an interesting choice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, never mind. I'm not even. I'm gonna like my brain is going somewhere somewhere else completely wrong. <laughs> but uh, the soapbox Easter egg. Um, so I'm going to start just kind of putting it randomly. So last last week's episode, um, you, you'll notice that there's this sound suddenly when like Sean. I wanted the sound bite, but I decided he asked me not to use it. But the ba 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 Sean soapbox. I was like, that's brilliant. Like I would totally do that. But uh, but no 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 no. Um, I'm not going to. I actually found a soapbox sound effect that you know either sounds like a soapbox or you're dragging a dead body across a wood floor. So either one. But uh, but it's going to be somewhere in our episodes um, consistently. Like it's not going to be anywhere like always at you know minute twenty two. But it's going to be in our podcast whenever Sean, <laughs> not me. No, no, it's all about Sean. I'm going to pick on him. But it's going to be those moments where I'm like, oh, right here. And it'll show up. So keep listening. Do you see, do you see what I have to deal with? I mean, like, like from, from worship time forward, oh, there's, always some, there's always something that Adam has to, has to grab onto just to make himself feel better about himself. And so, you know, if, if there's this moment, if, if, if putting the sound of a Don't make this about me, Sean. drug across the floor makes him feel all sorts of good about himself. Don't make we'll just, this we'll, about we'll just, me. We'll just let it happen. <laughs> no, I actually thought about it. I was like, you know, there's probably going to be some moments where I'm kind of soapboxy. I'm pretty sure. But, uh, but uh, it, it's just funnier if I just pick on Sean. <laughs> Because it makes me feel good. Okay, Sean? Man. It makes me feel good. You know? It's okay. All right. So I'm, an, I'm an easy target. That's all right. <laughs> so let's 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 go into what we wanted to talk about today. Sure. Um, we, uh, I, I think, you know, we were talking to, via text about what we wanted to do. And I was like, let's talk about Lent. Let's talk about uh, Easter and planning and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, then you were like, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Fat Tuesday. And I was like, yeah. Sean, Sean, every day is fat day for me. So I, I don't need it to be a Tuesday. I just need it to be a day. Any day that ends in Y is a fat day. So, yeah. But so it, it, then I looked up what Fat Tuesday was and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, the uh, it's it's funny because it, your, your text said something along the lines of, um, you know, every day is every day is Fat Tuesday for me. And I, you know, like, I'm like, I don't think he knows what this is. I don't think he knows what Fat Tuesday is, but it's the it's the signifying, <laughs> it's the starting process of because uh, then the next day is Ash Wednesday, and it's the official start of the Lent season, forty days until Easter. And so, so I get to be um, all gluttonous on Tuesday in order it, to start fasting on Wednesday. Is basically know, what is, you're saying. That is you know? typically the idea. I don't know that I would strongly <laughs> recommend that. I, you know. Me as a person, just in general, like I was socially distancing before it was a cool thing, uh, <laughs> and you know, like just that number of people doing all all number of stuff. Like you want to, I'm going to stay far away from New Orleans, uh, you know, on Mardi Gras. Because oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, no. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. meaning like go to New Orleans and party. No, I don't know, no, but like you know. it's yeah, the idea. But, but eating a bowl of is, pasta, I might yeah. do that. <laughs> that sounds that sounds delightful. All right, let's make this up. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, the, the idea of Easter, and it's funny because we, we talked about, um, you know, in several of these episodes, we've talked about prep and what that, what that does, but there's also this thing of like, you know, as I'm sending off information to my team, I'm recognizing that, oh, holy cow, um, Easter's only like eight weeks away, 
and it mm-hmm. is one of our biggest uh, biggest attended Sundays, biggest you know efforts put into it. And there's a reason why, um, you know, like it's you know because it's Jesus. It's uh, oh it's yeah, a big, it's a big thing. Um, it's it's quite literally the reason we are a church. Um, here, yeah, like the, we, we have that, and so there's much to celebrate. But yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Man, um, you know, it's, it's really weird. Like this year, I'm actually going to. I, I my we planned a vacation, and so like the kids go on spring break right the week before Easter, and so I'm actually going to take off and uh, not be around for Palm Sunday, not be around for Good Friday. I'm going to come. I'm my my flight lands on Saturday, and then on Sunday I've got Easter Sunday, and so I'm kind of going like. All right, it might be a solo thing just because unless I get somebody else to cover it. And I like I, the good news is that like I'm I'm in a position where I'm talking to enough people to where that's actually possible for me to go yeah. like oh man, Adam's not here on Easter, you know, and maybe that's like a I I don't I don't I don't know if I should be concerned about that with with people like to be like should I be concerned that people are going to think that I'm some kind of like flaky leader because i'm not there on like the biggest sunday of the year <laughs> or if i just go like no like yeah i've been there for a lot of big sundays and it was time for me to just kind of pass that torch to some very capable leaders who i believe can can own it and yeah. and and see what happens from that and so my my hope is maybe that's the that's the possibility is that if i'm going to take the sunday off before i'll let that crew just kind of handle that that moment for our for our church body and but that still doesn't get to you know why do i plan eight weeks beforehand something like easter or palm sunday or good friday and what what is it that you know over the years maybe i'll ask you this sean like over the years how has that kind of been coordinated for you and do you do things like you know, a, a Good Friday service or something like that, or what? What do they call that? A yeah. Seder Seder dinner? We uh, we do. We've um, over the years, our Good Friday service has kind of been known as um, it's actually one of like if you stack up the most attended Sundays, it's our, our as far as church events, our Good Friday event um, is one is up there. It, it like yeah. it's, it's well attended, and we've. It's one of those that we've uh, we've built a little extra, you know, theatricality into it. We've um, we've done a lot of things, you know, like playing with light, and we'll completely rearrange our room. So, um, you know, we always like we kind of walk through. Uh, we'll walk through the scripture and like and like the Last Supper. So we take communion together, uh, and we focus on the cross. Um, and so. Most most of the Sunday or those Good Fridays that we that we do as we focus on the cross, um, we will leave it in kind of it's like a darker type tone. Like it, it doesn't end like in a happy way. Like it's just like, you know, Jesus, we, we end with Jesus on the cross, which which uplifts our Sunday response in that he's risen. Um, and so like we, it, it's so it's, it's this cool kind of bookended type weekend where you start off with good Friday, you have Saturday to, to contemplate. And then Sunday morning when it, when it happens, the lights are up. Like we have, we have everything as, as bright as can be. And the first thing, you know, we, we say on Sunday is he is risen and we celebrate that moment. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, um, it, you know, and it looks different. Songs look different. You know, the, the room will look different in different ways, but 
Um, it's always been one one of the weekends that I truly look forward to as a worship pastor because there's so much like I mean there's so much music that's out there that's about you know that's the cross that's about what the gift of, that Jesus has given to us that God that God provided for us in His Son Jesus and so um, and you know it's quite literally what the church is about. The name of our church is risen life church, you know, like there's, there's no, there's no other Sunday that, that really encapsulates, uh, what risen life is about than Easter Sunday. He is risen. Like it's so it's, it's, and you know, it's a fun thing to do like on Sunday, that Sunday to just say he is risen and wait for people. He is risen indeed. You know, to like to to throw that back. I want that in other times, like at other times, like service, like Merry Christmas and to you as well. Good sir. You know, or something like that. But it doesn't. It doesn't happen. So like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make things work. <laughs> so in in Lutheran, like like one of the things that we always used to say is during during a benediction at the end of the service, they do. Uh, now I can't remember numbers. Something in numbers. Number six. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so it, it, it's it's the benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. Face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And I, you know. And so. So at the end of that, you say, uh, go in peace and serve the Lord. And the response that the congregation makes is they say, thanks be to God. And then everybody's yeah. done. Everybody everybody moves on to, you know, uh, their, their week. Um, so it's, it's kind of, that, that's what it reminded me of is like, he has risen. He's risen indeed. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas indeed. You know, like every, <laughs> it's like auto, auto responses for every part of the year. Happy Super 4th of July. Happy 4th of July right. to you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And, Super Bowl uh, Sunday. That's super for you. <laughs> it's super for you. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm writing down auto responses. <laughs> if you don't remember them, we'll we'll bring them up again. It'll be fun. Yes, um, we will. Um, I, I think what's funny is like, well, I, I, like here's the question. I find it. I'm really grateful that there's new songs coming out. You know, all, all the time for. For Easter service, so, so yeah. you're not having to do like the "He's alive, He's alive" song, you know, that was cool in the early '90s, and now nobody even knows what that song I just did is. So, uh, <laughs> I think it's a Rich Mullins. I, I'm not sure actually, but uh, that sounded like Carmen to me. But uh, <laughs> it's probably. Yeah. Um, but you like you had all these really old songs that everybody was just kind of gravitating to, but you have some really awesome ones that are coming out more recently my dilemma though is that whenever i use a song for easter or palm yeah. sunday yeah i feel like it's like it's almost like an actor's typecasted you know like they're like i can only ever do action movies because that's all i've ever done and my name's uh sylvester stallone you know and you know <laughs> and, and that's how i feel like is like yeah like Easter songs and Palm Sunday songs are like the Sylvester Stallone type casted songs for for those days. I can't do it in September. Yeah. I can't do it, you know, in the summertime. Like it yeah. just it's not allowed. And it's maybe maybe I I got I got to get away from that, but it's something that's just like in me. I just yeah. great songs. So my not wife appropriate. And I, <laughs> my wife and I had the same kind of like disagreement with something, but it's it's food related, but it's going to make sense. We had this moment where um, it was, I don't know, it was June or like sometime in the summer and we were going to have have some people over and I said, oh, we should make deviled eggs. Like, I love deviled eggs. <laughs> I think they're super good. And so she was like, no, that is an Easter food. 
And like, she was, oh, okay, all right, all right. She was adamant, like, you know, you cannot have deviled eggs any other time. And so huh. my, my my question to her was like, does does the taste of deviled eggs change in July or August or October or whenever it is that you choose to make them? And the answer to that simply is no. It doesn't change. It just it's the time that you associate that that food or that memory or that thing. And so. What you've done with, with certain songs is we focus on the cross. We focus on the cross. We focus on resurrection. The good part about all that, like when you do a song around Easter and like, okay, well, that's an Easter song. Unless it's like like the song is literally called Easter Song, which I know there's a couple of them that are. <laughs> um, like being that the church, the gospel is centered around the cross of Christ and centered around the resurrection and what that is what what now as a result we are able to stand in the presence of God and to accept his free gift of grace like that's an that's an every sunday type song and so but i find myself in the same spot like there's there's been moments where i'm like well we did that song on palm on palm sunday so well we'll have to wait next year till next year to do it again i know right and you're like, like well and you don't have need, other songs that come out. <laughs> yeah, and you you don't need to do that, but you know we we kind of find those moments. Like I'm certainly not gonna gonna bring out like Oh Holy Night on uh, on Easter and Good Friday. Like we're not gonna do that. Um, like there's 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 a time you could, but there, I mean there's some, Jesus there's some was times. born and we said like <laughs> yeah. But I, I think you're that, right. Like, there's there is a natural rhythm of things, but if it's focused on the cross, if it's focused on God's free gift. If it's focused on the resurrection, um, yeah, man, like roll that song anytime during anytime during the year and like and have it go. Like I, I think it's been cool. Like sometimes at Christmas we've run like an Easter song as well to yeah. kind of like show like you know this is what he was born to do. Like he was born he, he was born to come and and to lay down his life for us. He was given life so that like like earth earthly life flesh you know human life so that he could lay it lay it down for us and that's. Yeah, that, like that's such a cool thing. So, like you know, this is just part of the story, and we can do that in in time frame, and we, we choose to remember on Easter. There was a song that I did a few years ago. I really like it. I've I've used it interchangeable with Christmas and Easter, um, and it's uh, all sons and daughters. Um, it's uh, you're the one who saves us. Oh. So like Jesus, you're the one who saves us. You're the one who saves us. Um, and it's really awesome harmony. It's really fun. Uh, super calm. There's nothing like it doesn't get really any any kind of like celebrating moments. But it's this like intimate moment where you're just like, you know, it, it's it's recognizing Jesus' role in 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 humanity and and what his his impact in my life is. And so, you know, from Easter or from Christmas, it's one of those like. You know the 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 Christmas Eve sort of thing, or the, the you know the um, that just kind of that season is you want you want to sing a song like that. But then, uh, but then when it comes to Easter, I've done I've done it for a Good Friday service. I've done it for uh, I you know and and it's I've done it for a Palm Sunday one because Palm yeah. Sunday is where they're celebrating and they're like, hey, he's in Jerusalem, yay, we're laying our palm leaves down and all that kind of stuff, and so. You know, it's it's part of the celebration, but also bringing it back down to earth a little bit and saying like, man, this is legit. This is something big here. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think I think probably an important just just thing to note is that don't wait to the last minute to put one of the most important 
services of the year uh, together to make sure that you have all yeah. of those pieces prepared and that uh, that you know how those weeks are going to play out well in advance and who yeah. those people are going to be that are helping you accomplish those days because you know I, I, coming down to the last minute it it, it it doesn't do that that celebration in my opinion it doesn't do that celebration justice yeah in saying like man I rushed through this I didn't know what I was doing and quite frankly like if I'm being honest if I'm not gonna be there and I'm gonna be coming in from a flight the night before and I'm and I think that that's gonna be a great thing for Easter Sunday like yeah. no I would rather have some very strong leaders yeah. handle the whole thing and me you know me just kind of say like i i've just i'm more counsel through the whole process yeah. at that point and just helping plan it adam i think you could um you know what we can be doing at this point and this is kind of the, the the approach that i'm taking this year is you know one of the things i want uh a lot you know, every sunday but especially on easter sunday when you have a whole bunch of like you, know, you would have Typically, depending on where we're at within a pandemic and those things, but you know, it's it's it is one of our most attended Sundays, and so um, you know what what I want is the people in my church to know the songs that they're going to sing. Like it's not it's not a time to to bring out a whole bunch of new stuff. And so what I'm looking to do this year is like we're actually looking at that service beginning this week, uh, and we're mm -hmm. gonna, we're going to take a look. And so if, if there's a new song. I have eight weeks to teach my congregation that song, so we we're gonna start rolling them now and and teaching them now so that they're they're well well in, like informed and they know those songs so they can be singing them on Sunday, because I do want that example on Sunday morning uh, or on Easter Sunday morning, if there's guests if there's new people who like you know they would they they choose to come to church on Easter and Christmas Eve and those are the two times that they are actually they darken the door of a church, um, I want. I want our people around showing as much joy as possible and participating as much as possible versus rolling something that's new. So now you have the opportunity in the weeks leading up to your vacation to be teaching your congregation songs that, that they can be, they could use on Easter, that this team could use on Easter yeah. and, ha and, and, yeah. be, and be prepping them ahead of time so that, um, so that on Easter Sunday it can be, um, like it's not like they're they're trying to learn the song ahead like as it's on the screen and the band's playing it like no they know it and they're ready to just re you know celebrate and party and like just just be overjoyed at, at what Christ has done through and and we're, we're reminding them this through this this song and so yeah we're gonna we're gonna aim to do that this year um, l literally looking at this week to plan that service and so well yeah, this is so this is a week them. I mean like you're going to hear this episode a little bit after that, but this is the time that we we, we personally prepare for that. Like a lot of people will practice uh, not just Fat Tuesday, Sean, but uh, uh, they will practice Ash Wednesday, or they like maybe you're not uh, in the Catholic tradition, but like for me, I was Lutheran. I grew up doing Lent and going through the Lenten season, and that starts on Ash Wednesday. So. From Wednesday on, I start my heart preparation for the arrival of Christ and the and the risen Lord that that He is, and that celebration aspect is in anticipation from Wednesday this week on until Easter. Yeah. So you know, even at a personal note, there's some some parts of this week that really kind of start resonating about uh, you know ab about the whole Easter season, and yeah. so. 
you know, I, I don't want to forget that. I don't want to discount that in, 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 in a worship aspect that God can, you're, I like that idea. Like prepare my congregation beforehand yeah. with a couple things that maybe on, on that Sunday they're going to hear, but they're like, oh yeah, I love this new version of this thing. You know, and my style, it's yeah. always, it's always yeah. an old hymn that sounds completely different than anything right. I've ever heard. So, you know, right. but anyway, let's well, pray think- this out, Sean. I, and, I, think, uh, I think we can add one more thing, and then then I'll pray. Uh, okay. Pray for pray for our church uh, churches that, that and, and folks that are listening. But um, I also think that um, this is this is a good opportunity to engage our our listeners a little bit and ask what are what are some of your um, songs that have been ministering to you like around Easter time. You know what is what is it that you know like if, if you've li- you listen to that song on Good Friday, you listen to that song mm-hmm. on Easter. Uh, what is it that you know from memories? It could be a hymn, could be a new new song, could be something that we haven't even heard yet. But um, you know we want. He's hear- alive. Yeah. He's alive. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. How, how, like, so Adam's <laughs> apparently going to dial up some Carmen after we're done recording. I'm going to find gonna, it. It's going to be a good thing. I'm going to share it on our Facebook page. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let me let me pray to, to close us out. Father, thank you so much for who you are. Father, thank you for uh, the churches that uh, that we all represent. God, thank you for, for these mm-hmm. listeners. God, we the things that we've brought up today, um, God, we, we specifically want to pray for church leadership in California. God, that you would help them to uh, to make wise decisions, uh, and that Father, you would that you would bring an, bring about an end to this pandemic. Father, I pray that uh, that in the meantime, that you would help the church to to think outside the box in different ways to get your word out there, and to recognize that a service is honestly a, a small part of what it is that you've called us to do as the church. And so, Father, help us to get to work, uh, Father, for. For those who are listening, Father, I pray that they, they are encouraged, that, they, that you draw near to them, that you let them know that they are loved, that, uh, that the task that they have set before them uh, it, as, as being a believer or being a worship leader or being uh, somebody who just chooses to, to worship you uh, with, with all that they are, Father, that they have a role to play and that we need every single one of them uh, to, to be the part of the body that you've called them to be. So, Father, would you encourage, would you equip, would you inspire, uh, God, in, in, in the whole process? Would you be glorified uh, through, through everything? And uh, we lift this up in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome, dude. Well, I mean, that's, that's another episode. I, I still got to work on the intro. I, I feel horrible about that. <laughs> well, work on the intro as you think about the outro. Until next time, this is Sean Patrick. Adam Richardson. Blessings. Thank you for listening to the Sons of Asaph Worship podcast. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a review and to subscribe. Connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time. Thanks, Mom. (laughs)